Hey there, I'm Amanda Soler, founder of SoulfulLiving.com and creator and host of this podcast, Soulful Connections. This podcast offers a way to connect the dots between the lives we're living and the lives we want to live. You'll get to meet or get to know better people in our community who are willing to share what makes their lives meaningful, what brings them joy, and even how they've overcome obstacles that have been thrown their way. So find a cozy spot or keep driving and doing what you're doing, and let's connect. Let's talk about connection. So these are the things that I know or think that I know about Chuck Pressler. Um, I now officially know that you are the executive director of Bucks County's emergency services. You make honey. Chuck Pressler. I was in your honey CSA a number of years ago, mm-hmm. and it was the best honey that I ever have tasted. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And now I, you have honeybees for heroes, mm-hmm. um, which raises money for veterans. You might be a veteran. I am. Okay. And um, you're an actor. Mm-hmm. I would call you a gentleman farmer. Mm-hmm. And I know you love your pets because we were just talking about them, but also I have followed you on Instagram and every now and then one of your beautiful pets is there. So welcome, Chuck. Please correct anything I just got wrong. <laughs> we're good. We're, we're good. good. So tell me about what you do to like earn a living. What is your job? Um, well, I started as a paramedic. Okay. EMT, paramedic, working as such. Mm-hmm. And then in grew through the ranks of administration until now where I'm the executive director. I've been for 17, going on 18 years. Is that right? Yeah. That's, and did you always want to be a paramedic when you were growing up? Is that what you wanted to be? Never had a clue about it. Never even knew about it. Really? Yeah. And what, how did you get to be a paramedic? Curiosity. Really? Yeah. I saw an ambulance. Oh, that's really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So you're a veteran. What part of the military were you? Navy. Oh, Navy. Okay. Submarine service. Oh, interesting. Um, so you're, so here's the interesting thing. So you're in the Navy, mm-hmm. submarine service, paramedic, emergency services. Where's the acting come in? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was a fireman for quite a while and the acting started when they shot signs in Bucks County. Oh, right. And okay. through a network, they reached out through the EMS agencies and so forth to look for people to submit to fill in spots for firemen and paramedics and so forth. And that's how that all began. That's yeah. re- and do you still have a love for it? Do you Are you still interested in it? Acting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I 
done some stuff. That's great. That's really great. And can you tell me about the honey? How did that all? Curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It's, it's uh, there for a while, eight, nine, ten be a couple years after that so i was always curious i'd never seen honeybees around you think back when i was a kid maybe mm -hmm. when you were a kid mm -hmm. you stepped on honeybees all the time and you saw them yep and then i as an adult i looked around and never saw them and i was like huh i wonder why that is and then i went down the rabbit hole <laughs> and, and why start, was it so you start why? learning and, yeah you know all these different documentations about uh, the losses of honeybees and why and the theories behind it. And then I was like, well, maybe I ought to try beekeeping. And I talked about that for a while and I'd always hint at it. And I, you know, because it interests me earlier on when I'd go to um, Del Val's A-Day years yes. and years ago and I would buy fresh honey and check out the bees and that was, you know, fresh honey is the only honey that tastes good. Yeah. Couldn't eat the stuff in a grocery store. And I guess I said, I spoke of my curiosity enough that one Christmas, my wife got me a little cut out of the Penn State class when that was coming up, got me a starter hive and said, stop thinking about it and just do it. And That's great. Here we are. Cut two. And then can you tell me about honeybees for, is it honeybees for heroes? Yeah. And what exactly is that? So you make honey. So what I did was I had Bucks County Apiaries, as you know, mm -hmm. part of that whole um, yep. CSA I had. And then when I started learning more about PTSD and, mm. you know, obviously the things that were going on in the world. Yeah. And uh, people I knew and people I'd met through obvious different channels about people with struggles, not just veterans, but first responders too. Right. And um, it just struck me to, let's take Bucks County apiaries and do something with it. Started doing some research, how um, beekeeping would was like a therapy type thing. And I know from my own experience, just from keeping bees, it's it, it slows you down, it makes you patient, it's not yes. something you rush through. That's you know interesting. What I, mean? I do. I never thought about it. But yes. Yes. And you, this is your little village. How so interesting. you really become. Yeah. Know, really protective of them and so forth. That's really interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that aspect of beekeeping. So when I saw the documentation about, um, I want to say New England, where they were using it at a VA. Mm-hmm. Mm. honeybees and I said well that only makes sense so I took what I had and started the process and created a nonprofit and here we are it is really I took all the equipment I had and the bees and start teaching veterans first responders who has who's ever interested in learning really or great. just having exposure in the honeybees if they like it and they're in a position that they can own honeybees or have hives where they live, then I provide them the equipment and the bees to get them started. 
oh my gosh. help them through the process of, and that way they can make their own honey. That is wonderful. Raise their own bees. And, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So are you stung all the time? No, not really. Really? There's, there's times you get stung here and there, but it's, it, you, it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bother. It doesn't bother me. Now, did you grow up on a farm? No. Nope. Next to so, I grew up neighboring a farm. So. Are, are you from around here, the Bucks County? Upper Bucks. You're from Upper Bucks. Mm -hmm. So what can you tell me just a little bit about your childhood? What was your childhood like? Um, let's see. Raised our own food, hunted our food, fished our food kind of thing. Yes. Lived next to a farm, spent all the time on it. As early teens, started working on the farm, you know, mm -hmm. feeding animals, whatever the little chore was doing hay the summer. So is that, so because you have your own, what do you have uh, at your house? You have dogs that I know yeah. and you have bees. Yeah. Steer. Oh, okay. Uh, five head of steer. Wow. Uh, four donkeys. Oh my gosh. Sheep, goats. Oh wow. Two pigs. I did not realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Some chickens. So you have a really full day. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. And is it because why you love animals? Is that what you love that farming life? What You know what? what? That it? was all my wife wanted to have a farm. She, oh. she was a city girl. And when we got our farm, she wanted, when we got our property, she wanted farm animals. Now, did, how did you meet? Can I ask how you met your wife? Haircut. Really? Yeah. Was I, she a friend of mine's haircut? Okay. Uh, my partner, I was working. Or he stopped in to. Oh make my an gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of how my brother <laughs> met his wife too. So that's really that's that's really an interesting thing. So, do you have kind of um, any kind of overall purpose or mission in life? Um, or maybe what kind of get you through the day or what kind of thing do you um because you know i ask that because what you're doing is so purpose driven what you're doing for you know for veterans and for first responders and um what you're doing for bees what you're doing for the environment through the bees it all is very purpose driven so that's why i ask i think anywhere from the job to yeah. Everything else, it's it's just about doing better for people. Yeah, you make the world a better place, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's been <clears throat> your that's kind of your life's work. It's it and and it's, it's also your hobby, right? Right. <laughs> so that's what's interesting about it, right. you know. What are the things that you do for yourself, or do you consider doing? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That's a I, good question. I never, I never looked at that. Yeah. I never thought about it. Yeah, that's very. What that's do I do really... for myself? Uh, sleep. <laughs> um, and were your parents service oriented? Is that where you? Um, that the, my the military was in my family okay. from all the way back to the revolution. So. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of farm type people in the family and yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so what is your idea of a perfect day? Somebody says, Chuck, tomorrow's your day and it's whatever you want. What would it be? What would your perfect day include? Well, I would think that <laughs> you'd walk into work and find out you got a nice big grant. So things Perfect. are going great for the squad because, oh, wow. I mean, the, the purpose there is just it's the community we serve. Mm -hmm. My job in the office is to make sure that we take care of the people that are also taking care of the community we serve. Right. So. So you walk in, you get a big grant. We're great. Everything's great there. So they say, Chuck, now you can go home early because we're, we're good here. <laughs> then what do you do? <laughs> then you go home and feed the animals. Play with dogs. <laughs> Play with the dogs. Yeah. 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 Um, so do you, uh, it sounds like you don't have free time. I was going to ask what you do in your free time, but do you watch movies? Do you read books? Do you golf? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never golfed a day in my life. Yeah. Um, it's going to sound really crazy, but during the winter months, I take more college classes. Do you really? I do. And what kind of college classes? Oh, uh, whatever. Whatever. What was like a, a recent course um, that you took? I'm working on um, counterterrorism now because it's interesting. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> you feel, I feel so self-indulgent as I'm talking to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always like, why are you taking that? I'm like, because it's cool. It's yeah. I, yeah. Like, I like to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the brain working, you know, well, the whole. Actually, that's very true. That's very true. Um, how about, do you have any kind of favorite sayings or like favorite quotes? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a few. I don't know that I'll repeat them. Success is not an entitlement. It's an achievement. Oh, wow. It's one of my favorite. That's nice. That's really nice. Um, okay. A perfect First of all, who cooks? You cook or your wife cooks? Either one? You Either, both do? Yeah. And what's a perfect meal to you? I like making spaghetti. Oh, nice. You know, the Sunday night spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> and you eat it late. We know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you probably haven't um, eaten it today. I was just telling Chuck that I eat on Sundays at like three and he can eat very late <laughs> because he's much more sophisticated than I am. That's what we've established. That's funny. It's sophistication. <laughs> yes. So what, what, what was that? Shows what I know. You are. Who knew? You are sophisticated. <clears throat> um, what are your hopes kind of for yourself? Like, what do you hope? What do you want to do? Do you have an expectation of what you're going to do next? No. Nope. How about, you know how you said, well, I did this because I was curious. Well, I was curious about raising bees, so then I did that. I was curious about being a paramedic. So I did that where, cause I'm curious about a lot of things, right? I might even be curious about counterterrorism, but I still don't take a class <laughs> about it, <laughs> you know? And I don't, I might be curious about bees and I'll read an article and then I will go, you know, watch Netflix. <laughs> so 
What well, makes you take the leap from curiosity <clears throat> to doing? Well, I had a curiosity in law enforcement forever because that's initially what I wanted a career in. Okay. So when I got to a point where um, my early 40s and then I was juggling, should I go to the academy just to do it? Mm-hmm. And then I had a back injury, which I had to have surgically repaired. So oh, then wow. I was like, well, that's probably not a good idea. Right. So I became a state constable and I went to that school and so forth, which was interesting education. Yeah. I don't know what my next curiosity is. It's so interesting that you take that curiosity and actually act on it. I think that that's an unusual trait. I don't think that's, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. And that's what's um, interesting to me because I really do think many of us are content not to pursue it. We're content to have an idle curiosity and not pursue it. Right. And I'd like to see more. I mean, this year, I think now that I've traveled, if, going so far on a journey of acting mm-hmm. like this year, I've actually had principal roles oh, that's in great. films and it's like, that's been the slowest process from yes. my experience. And I haven't pursued it. You know, I haven't been you kind of drop been... everything, run to New York and, you know, be that struggling, starving actor. Cause mm-hmm. that wasn't to me, family, my home, uh, the people I work with, in my community is number one. When you make that commitment, you stick to it. So mm-hmm. the acting's been back door, you know, second. To been that. on the back burner. Yeah. And now that things are popping up and saying, "Hey, come yes. do this. Hey, come do this." That's been a very interesting journey to yeah. actually be treated like an actor and yeah. to work with amazing people. I mean, you know award-winning actors and producers and directors. It's like, it's a fascinating experience. What was your most recent role or what was an interesting? Um, we just, I just did a brave the dark. Okay. Starring Jared Harris. And it's interesting because it's a, it's a, a story, a true story about an individual's struggles when he was a teenager, homeless teenager. So the story was, great to be participating in because you're helping tell something that should help somebody else down the road. What do you like about it? What do you like about acting? I have no idea. Is I really it... don't. I think it's that experience. It's a, I want to lean more towards being able to create, be artistic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes total and stepping sense. out of my comfort zone. So. Right. So I do have this thought about creativity that it's re- it's rewarding. And I think it's one of the most important things that we can do in life. And I do feel sometimes that just the act of creating takes you out of your comfort zone and is reward in and of itself. But I think ultimately, if we're willing to risk creativity, the rewards will keep coming, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe you are so curious. I can see why acting would be um, exciting to you because of just getting to into somebody's head and understand why do they do these and motivation. 
Right. And to tell a story. Yeah. To be part of that process of telling a story. Yeah. And I think that's where the last two projects I did this past year, they were, they were telling stories and specific stories. So to be part of that story is important because, you know, meeting the individual on this last set that the story was about and talking to him and seeing that, wow, he's a really good person. And to see what he went through, it's now my responsibility to do my part to make sure his story is told properly. Can you remind me of what it was about? Uh, The story is about a teenage, a homeless teenager that goes through the struggles of life and a, and, um, his teacher, I believe it was, that helps 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 him. Okay. Helps pull him from the darkness, base basically. Yeah. And it's uh, you know it's a fascinating story. That's really it. Sounds powerful. So to you know I think that was the maturity of my involvement in acting was seeing how how important it is to no matter what your part is when you're part of that story. You need to be committed to telling that story properly. Right. And being engaged in it and being in it yes. in that moment. So if somebody's brave enough to tell their story and have somebody oh, else great. represent it, uh, represent yeah. it, then you need to. It's a responsibility. Then. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. I would think. Um, do you take vacations? No. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you ever went away, what would you do? You would have to have somebody take care of the pigs. We don't go away. Yeah. (laughs) Staycation. I love being home. So if I'm not going to work, I'm going to be home and relax. So that's maybe a perfect day. Right. You get your grant. Get to hang out with dogs. Get everybody. And then you hang out with your wife and your dogs and your... Maybe play a little video game. There you go. We do that once in a while. Okay. Um, And what... Read, write a report. I don't know. Oh, that part. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that gets, let me tell you, in a semester, that gets old by yes. sixth week, and you're like, I don't really feel, why did I do this? Right. I do not need to do this. Why am I torturing myself right, right. now? Right. That's so interesting. You like a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you like a challenge. Um, if you had one thing that everybody in the world would either know or do, what would it be? If you could make everybody do one thing or know something, what would that one thing be? What would that one thing be? Yeah. You have the power to maybe change one thing or... How to help somebody in an emergency. Oh, that's a good one. You're the only one to ever answer that way. I've always felt that whether it be like an advanced first aid class or an EMT class should be part of high school curriculum. Yeah. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with being able to deal with emergencies within your own family or within your community? You shouldn't have to, you know, have this need to go out and serve an ambulance or a fire company or these skills go with you 24 hours a day. Being a fireman, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But there's skills you now have when you say, okay, I 
somebody burned something in the stove, you know, you got a smoky house. Being a fireman, you know how to vent that smoke out of your house quickly. <laughs> right. You're not running around opening the wrong windows. You that can have a child is, or a yes. spouse get a cut that might look to the average person right now like it's terrible. I got to run to the ER or got to call an ambulance, except you had this training in your life and you walk up to them. No, that's, we'll just wash it out, clean it. And, you know? Yeah. With some band-aids on it and you're yes. good to go. It's self-sufficiency in a sense that you stop at an accident, you know what to do. You're involved in an accident, you know what to do. All these little things that we could all help a little bit. Not to, it's not for everybody, I understand that. Yeah, but, but if you can just know enough right. that you could save the person beside you if you had to. Right. How many times do you hear about the saving story? Somebody mm -hmm. in a restaurant stopped the choking or somebody, a bystander did CPR. That's yeah. because some people do know. Yeah. Why not more? Yeah. I think including that in high school curriculum would be a fabulous idea. It's a life skill. It is I a life skill. It should be a life skill. You know, I think that cooking, sewing. Yes. I agree. How to deal with a fracture. It shouldn't be led, left to the people that are interested in scouting or interested in, interested in, you know, explorers or some kind of group. Why not? I mean, I would use that more than I've ever used my algebra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let me right? tell you. Right? <laughs> yeah. And you know what's interesting, too, to me, Chuck, that your self-sufficiency is kind of a thread through your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you're very self-sufficient. You know, if the grocery store is shut down. That don't scare me. Right? <laughs> you would be all right. right. <laughs> I'd be in trouble. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's really, really in, a great skill that I, I have never really, honestly, never thought about it, which is terrible. I've always thought, how close is the nearest person who has those skills right. who right. can help me? And, you know, before we end, I was going to end there, but I just have to ask you, what did you love about being a firefighter? Because whenever I hear that anybody's a firefighter, I don't get it. I don't get what. Honestly? Yes. I think that there is the part that, you know, because I started in EMS first, mm -hmm. um, military prior to that. And I right. learned fire training and, um, uh, stuff like that in the military. Mm -hmm. So that was my first exposure. Uh, damage control mm -hmm. portion of the training. So once I got the EMS and got exposure around fire companies and seeing what was there, I was like, I can do that. And I think that leads to a little bit of a, an adrenaline junkie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. Of course. And, uh, you would have to, yeah. And at that time, um, the other people I knew, we were all in it together and yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. yeah. Probably in your line of work too. There's a lot of like Did stuff. We probably shouldn't have. We're crazy. Right. We're a little on the crazy side. So, right. And you're all in it kind of together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're, mm -hmm. there's the two sides of you because there is that completely independent, self-sufficient 
side of you. But then there's this part where you have to be very cohesive as a unit mm -hmm. with people in your line of work. So that's an interesting. You got to be family. Yeah. Type. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. And even in the creative process as an actor, it is very team. You know, yes. everybody's a piece of that puzzle. So that's really interesting. Well, Chuck, I just have to say thank you so much <laughs> for doing this. You are a trooper. <laughs> and also thank you for leading a life of such service. I, I really respect it. I respect you and I... I'm in awe of it, and I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I look at I'm nothing special, and everybody can be the same way. So we all have something to give. You just got to give it. Why well, not, right? Yeah. Well, maybe you've ins you've ins you inspire me, and maybe you'll <laughs> inspire other people. So maybe I'll take a, another CPR, a, a stab at CPR again. I did it once. <laughs> Just don't choke in front of me because I don't know. I'll talk you through it. Okay, good. <laughs> there you go. Thank you so much. Thanks. It's been interesting. It's been good. Hey, thanks for listening. And thank you so much to Billy Aronson who gifted me with his wonderful music and even coming up with the word connections for this podcast. Thanks to my bestie, Roseanne Griffiths. She serves as the official advisor and unofficial associate producer of this podcast. Thank you to all of my friends and family who let me bounce ideas off of them. And to you guys who listen, please let me know your thoughts, your ideas, your questions. You can reach me at soulfullife at gmail.com. That's S like solar, O L. F-U-L-L-I-F-E at gmail.com.